This is a Rashi Sikha, or really, truly, why Rashi does not explain this question that the Rebbe is going to ask. And the answer is going to be very practical and very real-life uh, perspective. So let's see inside. This is the mitzvah about mesis. Mesis is a person that tries to convince, to persuade, to incite another person to serve Avedazara, to serve, to worship idols. So the Pasuk says, if your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or your wife, or your friend that is very close to you, like your own life, will come to you to convince you, to incite you. Rashi says that the word Yesischa is Lashen Girui, which means onreitsen, which is literally incite. We'll use the word persuade or convince or influence uh, as we go through the Sicha. Baseser uh, in hiding. Lamer to say to you, let us go serve other idols, other gods. Is Rashi Mefarash? Rashi explains as follows. Achicha means your brother from your father, your paternal brother. Oi ben imchas. Rashi is adding in the word oi, the son of your mother, may aim. So not achicha ben imecha is the same person, or it's two different people. Achicha is from the father's side. Ben imecha means your brother from your mother's side. Asher kenavshcha. Later the pasuk says reyacha asher kenavshcha zeavicha. This refers to the father, and as you will see. The, the Pasuk, the Mesis could be anybody, a friend, a relative, a stranger, but the Pasuk is listing the Chavivin, those who are dear to you, close to you, because those are the types of people that have a greater influence on you. So the examples the Pasuk gives so far is the brother, either from the mother's side or from the father's side, the son, the daughter, the wife, or the father. So the question that we're going to have today is why does the Pasuk not mention the sister or the mother? It mentions the father, it mentions the brother, it mentions the, the son, the daughter, the wife, five of the seven relatives that are considered the close relatives, but sister and mother are not mentioned. Since this is a very basic question, which Rashi does not address, as we've been discussed many times, that Rashi tries to answer every single thing that is difficult that could be a question in the basic understanding of the Psukim. If Rashi can't explain it, Rashi says, I don't know. But he at least he addresses the fact that this question exists. The fact that here the Rashi doesn't even address this as a question. So we must say that Rashi holds, so this is self-understood. Or it will be understood based on a previous thing, uh, teaching that the Rashi gave. If Rashi says nothing, Rashi believes that we, already, we, we, we know the answer. Either because it's self-understood or because something Rashi said earlier will answer this question. So this is the question that we're going to explore. Why does the Pasuk not mention mother or sister as one of the examples of someone who might become a Mesis, might try to persuade you to serve Avedazara, to serve other gods? 
see this. Here you can find in the seemingly we could answer this question of Bahakti Mananda Shaila by first prefacing a different question. Since the Teda is enumerating those, as Rashi explains, those that are precious to you, those that are close to you, those that would have the power of persuasion in your life, why does the Pasik not mention a friend? A friend could be very close to you and could have the power of persuasion. And keep in mind that even though it says Re'acha, but Rashi tied to Re'acha Asher Kenafshecha, that it means a father, the, the, the one who is close to you like your own self, Rashi said it means your father, not your friend. So why does the Pasik not mention friend? According to the Re'em, Rebbe Leo Mizrahi, who is a commentator on Rashi, he says that that's what Rashi means. He means, Asher means your father, but it's as if it's a missing oi. Your friend or the one that you love like yourself. Meaning your father. As it says, Punkt is Volkishtana because of Reacha Oya Shekinavshacha Zeavicha, Ulufizem made the Pasuk Echreacha Kipsute. The Pasuk means both. The Pasuk is referring to your friend or your father. That's how the Reim interprets Rashi. The Rebbe says, however, it's difficult to understand, to say that this is what Rashi means. Because then Rashi would have written it out explicitly. Earlier, when Rashi wanted to say that Achicha ben Imcha, ben Imcha is two different people, Rashi adds in the word Oi, Achicha me'av, Oi ben Imcha me'em. So he would have done the same thing here. He would have added the word Oi if he if he meant to say that it's two different people, the friend and the father. Ubifrat as the lashon Asher kinafshecha is the pastos on uptach of reyacha. The word Asher, if you say reyacha Asher kinafshecha, Asher, which which is or who is, it's it's explaining reyacha. Who which reyacha am I talking about? The one that's kinafshech, meaning the father. If Rashi wanted to say that it means two separate people, despite the word Asher, for Rashi zicher get up befarizim as the pshat is oy. Then Rashi certainly would have had to explain, because of the word Asher, that it doesn't mean Asher as a translation or an explanation of Reyacha, but it's a different person. Since Rashi doesn't do that, so we cannot interpret these words according to Rashi, like the Re'im does, that it means two separate people. So this brings us back to our question of Si'iv Beis. Why is Reyacha, why is a friend not mentioned in the list of, of those that are Chavivim Lecha, those that are close to you? However, we could explain it, albeit a little bit difficultly, but we could still explain it like this. We are including both details, the friend and the father, in the words, not as two separate things, as one, as another, because we just explained in the previous paragraph that if that was the case, I would have said, Oi. so that would not be the meaning. However, how will we say it? Reacha is a general description, anybody that's close to you. Someone that is a, like a friend, that is close to you like your own self, anybody could be included in that. So, so this would include even a regular friend, a non-familiarly related friend. 
all the way up to the father, who's also a Riacha Shekin So the father is the, is the closest. Riacha, in a sense, is the furthest because it's not, he's not related to you uh, 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 biologically. But everybody in between, anybody that is close to you, So why did Rashi say Zelvicha in that case? If we're talking about all different types of relatives, uh, including a, a friend, all different types of, of, of influencers, such as a friend, such as a relative, such as a father. Why does Rashi say Zelvicha? Because Rashi is going to the most extreme one. The closest person is the father. So as he's saying, it means even the father. But it could mean anybody else too. So that would answer the question why friend is not mentioned in the Pasuk. Because it is mentioned in the Pasuk. Because in Reyach HaShek and Afshecha includes anybody that's close to you, including a friend. Una pizza this will answer our question from Seif Aleph, why sister and mother are not mentioned, because once you have the spectrum of all types of close people, from a friend to the father, then anybody in between is included, including the mother, including the sister. And therefore it doesn't have to say, imcha or achaischa in the Pasik because they are included in Reyach HaShrek This is the suggested explanation that the Rebbe is giving in Seif Beis. However, the Rebbe is now going to refute that answer. As Blaib Tabar Shver, but this, this remains, a, this leaves us a question. Aleph, Farvaz veren ala ibreka kreven wizgerechen bifnei atzmam. If includes uh, everybody, then why does the Pasuk have to mention all the other relatives explicitly? The brother from the mother, the brother from the father, the, 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 the son, the daughter, the wife. Either includes everyone, or if you're going to list them, enumerate them explicitly, then include mother and sister. Nochmer, additionally, since as Rashi says, that anybody could be a mesis, anybody could be a, a, a negative influencer, but the Torah is listing, is enumerating those that are closest to you. This Pasuk should have certainly included the mother. A mother is precious, is close to her child more than her, her son, the brother from the mother's side, and in a way even more than the father. And therefore there is a greater chance of her being able to convince you, to influence you, because she's so close to you. And yet, the Pasuk doesn't mention it. As Rashi said earlier in Parsha's Kedoshim, on the Pasuk, that a person must fear or revere his mother and his father. Rashi says, When it comes to Kibud of Aim, he mentions father first. Why? Because it's revealed to Hashem, it's clear to Hashem that his son is going to honor and respect his mother more. More than the father. Because she makes him feel good. She says nice things to him with, with, with her words. So, 
So, and therefore, by has to say, of aim, that even though you honor your mother, your mother more, you have a mitzvah to honor your father as well. It has to say, of first, has to emphasize the of. But what do we take from here? That the, that the covet, the respect, is more to the mother than to the father. So, in that case, if you're listing the hachavivim lecha, those that are closest to you, the mother should have been included explicitly and not relied upon including them in re'acha asher kenafshecha. So Sif Gimel is going to give us the, the Rebbe is going to give us the explanation. The beer goes up. Rashi chain kama Rashi says the rule that Torah speaks in the present, which means to say that the Torah very often will say something, sort of limit, seemingly limit it, uh, even though it means a much broader situation, but it, it's, it uses an example because that's the common real life example. For example, it says kiyigach shayr. If an ox will gore. The truth is any animal that gores or damages is included in the same halacha. But since shoyr is the one that commonly gores, unlike uh, 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 other animals that might do other damage but not to gore, therefore the Pasuk says, So it's diber hakasuf b'hoiva. The Pasuk is using a, a, a common life example. Even in our Pasuk itself, Rashi uses this expression. The truth is that any form of influencing or inciting is called mesis. So why does the Pasuk say Baseser? Because normally when a person wants to convince someone, persuade someone to do something wrong, they're going to do it in hiding, they're not going to do it in public. So even though the, the, the halacha of mesis expands beyond baseser, the Torah uses the word baseser because that is the more common life example. Doses, as the klau von Dibar HaKosu Be'eve, late Rashi, is nit blois vences da brede zu schreiben zwei lishenes, klaib tus die Torah dem Loschen versus Be'eve. Der Bosik is to leave dem ich meise von lishenei, benit nidat dem Wort baseser. And the Rebbe is saying a very powerful thing over here. He's saying that there's two ways to say Dibar HaKosov Bo'eva. One time, one way to say is that if I, if I need to choose between an ox or a pigeon, I'm going to say an ox because an ox is more common. Then sometimes I could go, get away with saying nothing. And nevertheless, the Torah is going to add an extra word because it makes it sound more realistic. That's the case of Besaysen. It didn't have to say anything. Baiki Yigach has to say uh, that it was an animal. So you could either say a shayr or it could say something else. So it chooses the most common animal shayr. In our Pasuk, he didn't have to say anything. He could have just said, etc. The fact that the Pasuk adds the word baseser is that the, 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 the rule of is so important to the Torah that it will even add in a word in order to make it sound more real life, more realistic. So from this we see that the way the Torah speaks is it speaks to us in our language and the Torah places an emphasis on this, even adding extra words to the Torah to make it more understandable, more in, to feel more in the present. The Torah speaks in the now, in the present. Based on this, we're going to have the answer to why the Torah picks specifically the relatives that it does in the Pasuk. Now that is it. We're talking about a person that has a son, has a daughter, uh, has a wife. We're talking about a, an adult man, 
adult person with a family, with even with adult children. If his children are going to be, are, are going to try to convince him to persuade him to serve a desire, they have to at least be adults. So you're talking about an established individual who has a family, who has grown children. Is there So if you want to speak realistically in the present, the 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 more present, uh, more real life example would be that the persuasion, the the influencing would come from those people mentioned in the pasuk and not from the sister or the mother. As we're going to explain in Steve Dalit why that is. But this is the Nakuda, this is the, the answer in a nutshell that since Dibura Kasuf Bahaiva, since the Pasik is talking in the present, the Torah chooses the people that do have the power of persuasion, and the mother and the sister are not amongst them. And the Azbarabaza, and here's the explanation. The Asasa Nilcha Venavda Lakimachin and the persuasion of let us go and serve other gods, Kinzain of Tsvefanun can be done in two different ways. They're using ideology and faith. Faith-based arguments. A person that has an has a impact, an influence on another person in matters of faith, in matters of, of intellect. And is there a mesis? Makes a logical argument that, that we should uh, uh, we should go serve other gods. Based mitzat shachenshaft. Another way would be because of proximity. Because it's not exactly it, but one of the ways, you, one example, peer pressure. Because we live next to each other. Or when Iskarbos, Yisera, and Zeyeleben, they're close to each other in life. But in your heart, it's the closest that one has with another. Because we're friends, because we live next to each other, because we know each other really well, one can impact the other person's actions to the point of serving Avedazara even without logical or ideological reasonings. So there's two ways. One is I can make a logical argument. One is more emotional. Come on, let's do it. We're friends. Let's have a good time. You know, without it having to make sense in the person's head. As is other move on. But it is understood. Even the first way where we're using logical or faith-based arguments is it, it, there has to be a, a pre-existing closeness and primarily a familial closeness which makes it possible to be able to convince someone, to persuade someone with such, an, a, a, such a, a, a weighty, such a heavy uh, uh, persuasion as to change, to go to Avedazara and especially in hiding. And these are the two categories that the Pasuk is talking. So the first previous paragraph is saying that really a friend doesn't usually have that power of persuasion. Even if the friend is a very close friend, but if he's not a family, then he doesn't usually have that, that power of persuasion. But family is going to have that power and both some in the area of logical arguments, ideological arguments, some in the area of more emotional friendship, closeness, uh, influencing, but both are family. And these are the two categories that the Pasuk discusses. 
your brother from your father's side or your brother from your mother's side. Usually, uh, with a brother, you're going to you're going to have more of an ideological discussion than a, a more emotional conversation. Now the next day, and even more than that, when it comes to the father, which has an even greater influence on his son in matters of faith. Then you have your son, your daughter, or your wife. Is the This is wouldn't be influencing by way of logic or faith, ideological discussion. It's unusual. It's really not the norm to expect that one's child, a son or a daughter, or one's wife should be able to have such a strong impact on him ideologically. To go away, to stray from serving Hashem and change over to serving other gods that you've never even known. But because children are close to the father, the wife is close to her husband, so, that, so he might go along with them. Not because they're going to try to convince him ideologically, but because he wants to stay close with them. He wants to be close to them. This is what they're doing. He's going to go ahead with it. So the Pasik is mentioning both kinds, both, both ways. Either, the, either an ideological influencing or a more emotional influencing but since the whole concept of of this convincing especially if it's in if it's in in hiding in other words if it's in public then a person stands up on a stage and tries to convince people it's not limited to family but when, you, when you're going to schlep someone into a side room and try to convince them something, who are you going to start with? Who are you going to primarily be successful with? With family. So since Yisischa Baseser is primarily family, the Reber is their Pasek, Therefore, the Pasek does not go in the order of these two Eifanim. Doesn't choose to say first, uh, uh, the ideological uh, uh, ideological influencers and then the emotional influencers. Rather, the Pasik mixes the two together and lists them, enumerates them in the order of closeness. Because on the one hand, the Pasik is telling us that there's two different ways to be convinced or to be persuaded. But the, the, the whole thing is family-based. It's because there's a family closeness. And therefore, the Pasik chooses to go in the order of the closeness of families, according to the Rebbe, the closeness is from the furthest to the closest. First is the brother from the father's side. If he's your age and you have grown children, then there's a good chance that he has a family of his own. The connection with him is because you're both ears of your father's possessions. Was to leave them which keeps them in contact one with another. So it's really more of a practical uh, a connection. Ben imchameim, your brother from your mother's side. This connection is closer. This type of brother is closer 
because they have the same mother. We see very clearly, very realistically, that a mother brings her children together more than a father does. The higher than that, closer than a brother would be children. A son or a daughter is going to be closer to a person than his brothers. Closer than that is the person's wife. The wife is going to be closer to the person than his children. And higher than that is the person that is closest to you, like, 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 like one with you, which is your father. When the river reckons either Pasik in Adam Seder, and that's why the Pasik lists them in this order, in the order of closeness, from the furthest to the closest of your relatives. So we we explained up until here, we explained that the we explained that the that the list of relatives, uh, that the that the influencers are primarily familiarly related, and that's why the Pasik doesn't mention friend. In this itself, there are two ways to approach it, either logically or emotionally, or in the lesson of the Sicha, either in Yoni Seichel Ve'amuna, intellect and faith-based, or or a shach and shaft, proximity, closeness. And then we said that the way the Pasuk lists it is in the order of closeness. In Sifei, is now going to answer in that case, based on this, why mother and sister are not included. And based on this, we understand why the Pasuk does not mention the sister or the mother. It is not common that a, a, that a grown man with, with his own family, with his own grown children, should have such a strong relationship with his sister, who, generally speaking, would also have a family of her own. To the point that she would be able to convince him to serve other gods, a god that you have never known. To say that if it's a brother, a brother because you have to be in contact with him anyway for Yerusha reasons and other reasons. So, that, so, so there's a connection. And then maybe if he has the right seichel, the right arguments, he can, he can influence you. But with a sister, it's unusual to think that she can have that kind of influence. And the same thing can be said with regards to a mother. Even though a mother, if a son does have a closeness with his mother. Like we said before, but by, by, by Kibudava Aim, that when it comes to COVID, a, a son is Mechabed, his mother, more than the father. But nevertheless, the mother does not have an influence on, on her son, with, on her grown, on her adult, married son, when it comes to matters of faith. Even when it comes to matters of, of emotion, it's also, if you're talking about the way it is, what is common in real life, it's not usual. We're talking about a, a grown adult with grown adult children. His relationship with his mother is not that level of close as you can in Durdemba Virkin, Un Ibrishtelen and Amatsev to Dirin Abedazara, that she should be able to influence him, impact him, and redefine him, that he should, be, he should start serving Abedazara. 
But a mother, a father, uh, sorry, a son or a daughter or the Reishetzchekach or a wife with whom you're living in the same house. That closeness is so much closer that it, it could have that kind of impact. So uh, a, a son or a daughter or a wife could have that kind of emotional impact on their father or husband. But a mother or a sister, it's unusual. They don't live together. They're not there every single day. So even if they talk and, and, and they see each other from time to time, but to say, to say that they have such a closeness that one can convince the other to change their whole life and become an oiva, that is very difficult to imagine. And therefore, since Dibar of Bahaiva, the Pasuk focuses on those that have the ability more commonly, more uh, clearly to influence a person to do this type of Aveda, and it does it in a specific order of kirva, of closeness, but therefore the mother and the sister are not included. And Sivav, we're going to see this uh, 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 from our own personal life perspective, uh, from the, uh, a lesson from the world of Hasidus. One of the lessons we can take from this. All these levels mentioned in the Pasuk, the brother from the father's side, from the mother's side, the son, the daughter, etc. Also correspond within the person himself to various different strengths or faculties of the person. There's midos, the emotional faculties, the intellectual faculties, etc., etc. So what the Pasuk is telling us, from all of these levels within the person, they could influence him away from Hashem. To say it as an Avedis Hashem came as Zichnit Farlozen, not after Avedis Alpit Amidis, Vitamadas to Seichel. When it comes to serving Hashem, you can't rely solely on the doing Avedis based on your Midis, based on your emotional feelings, based on your understanding, your intellect, because they can mislead you. Nachmer. Even your, the way we said in the passage, your friend that is like yourself, which we said, Rashi said means the father. Which in the Nefesh Adam, father refers to the level of Chachmah. Chachmah in the person negates and therefore that's where the that's where the erin seif is mislabish and clothes itself in the person in the chachma because the bittel is there. And therefore the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya that all yidden, even Nashim and Ami Haaretz, are maminim ba'ashem. And therefore even Kalshubikalim of Peshi Yisrael are ready to be mesa nefesh of Al Kiddush Hashem because in the level of chachma. It's, it, 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 it's higher than falling for Avedah Zara. So, what does it mean? Reach HaShek and Avshecha. Afo Pikein Kumta Deira Avifo is designed that Al-Tam and Ba'atzmecha. Comes the lesson of this Pasuk, how, how strong it must be that what the Mishnah says in Avish, do not trust yourself. Even, even from the perspective of the level of, of, of father, which is the Chachma in the person, since his own personal life is affected by this, there's a bias here. The person is subjective. 
You cannot be guaranteed to be saved, to be protected from Avedazara. Even from the level of Chachma, could come a, a, could come a, a, a persuasion away from the Abishter, away from, from serving Hashem. So the Pasuk is telling us, Kisischa, Achicha, etc., etc., that a person has to be very careful. In a moment, he's going to say what, what to do. But you have to know that if you're serving Hashem with your own Midas, with your own Seichel, even with Chachma, you are still not 100% guaranteed to be to, 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 to stay on, on the path of serving Hashem. And this is, could be learned with a Mikoshikin. With a, with, with a very strong way from the way Rabbi, what, what is explained in Hasidus with regards to Rabbi He said, I don't know in which direction I'm being led. Even though Rabbi Zakai never went for Amis without learning Torah, without wearing Tefillin. For 80 years, he learned Torah and he taught Torah. So he was totally engrossed in everything that he was supposed to do right. So how could he, how could he be concerned? He was crying. How could he be concerned about where he's going to end up? Chassidus explains that it wasn't, it wasn't that he was concerned uh, 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 about the external, but nefesh ruach neshama, that he knew that it was taken care of. He wasn't either worried about yechida, because yechida shebe nefesh, the essence of the soul, is, it, it, it cannot be uh, 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 taken away from Hashem. It's, it's, one, it's one with Hashem. But the level of chaya, which is the, which is the makif, it's already outside of the person himself, but it's not yet the yechida. The Rabbi Yechina Mazake was concerned, maybe my, my chaya shebenefesh, my makif, maybe my, my almost deepest, most core of my neshama, maybe that's not covered yet because everything that I did was external and it hasn't affected the internal level of my neshama. So if Rabbi Yechina Mazake was concerned about his etzema nefesh, then how much more so we must be concerned that even if we're doing the right thing, even if our chachma shebenefesh is, is guiding us in the right way, we cannot be 100% guaranteed that everything is on the up and up because of the fact that there is uh, a nagiyah, there's a subjectiveness that might ultimately lead me chas away from the proper path. So what do I do? How do I make sure to stay on the proper path? To be protected, guarded from being convinced by myself to go away from Hashem. We have to stand in a mode of Mesiris Nefesh, which means Mesiris Haratzen, to give up our own will. Chachma is still within Seder Aishtalshalos. Ratzen is higher than the, the, than the ten Kaychus of the person. When I'm able to give away my Ratzen to the Ebishter, then I, I've gone beyond Seichel and Midas, and that is how I know that I'm on the straight and narrow. And and then that could impact the keiches beneath it, the seichel amidus, that they too should 
go in the way they should. Starting with Av, the father, which we said is the level of Chachma. The Gaimer, and then the other levels that are mentioned beneath that, as Neet, that not only should we be protected, that we won't be persuaded to leave the proper path and to go and serve others, but quite the contrary, will stay on the path following the uh, the Abishter, will keep his mitzvahs, and will, will listen to his voice, to his words, and we will worship him, serve him, and will cleave to him, that if we get involved then not only will we not be in his place of Yesizcha, in danger of being convinced, to be to stray from Hashem, but we were gonna. Well, it'll help us follow in the path of Hashem all the way to Lubaisid Bakun. We will cleave and be connected as one to the Abishter.